0: everybody grab your Bible pencil and a journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on our conversation but first I would like for you to write this down first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus
1: Hey everyone, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara. I am Dot's daughter and we sit down together every week and we talk through truth and scripture. And we are talking about, you guessed it, Thanksgiving today. And I'm not going to lie, I was not super excited about this topic (laughs) because it felt just a little cliche. But honestly, I really enjoyed this conversation. We didn't just talk about giving thanks. We talked about. I mean, just a really a lot about, you know, praise and of course, giving thanks as well. But I, I felt like my mom's perspective on giving thanks was really helpful. And I personally really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you do as well. So we are really glad that you're here and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation.
0: Kara, today, did you not want to read 16? 16. Rejoice always, <laughs> rejoice yeah. always. You don't want to. Re- yeah. We don't want to rejoice or pray without ceasing. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. And I'm just kidding. I know. Give thanks. Give thanks. thanks. Maybe that's a three step way of uh, really lifting up depression. Actually, I did some wow. research Whoa, today. Okay, yeah.
1: we we went,
0: we went jump we right, went, right in there. there. We did. Yeah. I I did some uh, research about depression and things, and um, ironically. We can get into it, you know, more in a little bit, but that really does have a key to lifting depression. What does? Rejoicing? Uh, gratefulness and grateful heart. Yeah, well, what the research I did wasn't a Christian research. It was just, you know, based on uh, yeah, just difference, difference between people. Well, no, people with a grateful oh. heart or people that have a positive attitude and those kind of things. And, and, of course, you know, I was just wanting to see what, you know, other people uh, were saying about Thanksgiving and having a grateful heart and being, you know, having a, uh, an awareness of the good things versus just constantly thinking of the bad things and and what a difference it makes with us physically, within in our bodies and emotionally and in our brains and everything like that. But scripture, oh my goodness, I, I looked up some verses, you know, at scripture, and there's so many, 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 scriptures that talk about uh, Thanksgiving and your your man David he talked a lot about Thanksgiving.
1: Obviously we are not talking about the American holiday Thanksgiving.
0: Obviously, but it when is you tomorrow. Say
1: David David was not aware of no. such a thing.
0: No, he wasn't. But
1: you mean Thanksgiving like giving thanks mm-hmm. to the good Lord. Yeah. Yeah up above.
0: And yeah. I think there is a principle, even though we are you know, day before Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that's yeah. In so naturally,
1: we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, before Thanksgiving. Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, but anyway, I just was really you know praying about like what we're going to talk about, and I knew it was the day before Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. I mentioned to you, let's just talk about Thanksgiving, and you're like, oh, that's what everybody does. No, it just
1: feels so cliche. Uh, like, of course we're going to talk about uh, thanks. thanks and giving thanks uh, before Thanksgiving, uh, but. I will say, I'm going to admit
0: this. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: good. I do not doubt the power of giving thanks. I, I think that there I, the psychology, the spiritual aspect of it, like all of it, mm-hmm. I, I do believe that there is it can truly change your mindset and mood, focus around and all that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. say that As I, I say that and I say, I just mm-hmm. don't really, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just don't like talking about it or listen. I don't know. I'm just kinda like but not because I don't think it's true. I believe it. I, I've experienced it. But I'm just like, what is there to say about it? <laughs> oh my gosh. She,
0: she's gonna so you so have, gonna entered, have a lot and, to say yes, about it. <laughs> so you have entered into this conversation. Just go ahead and be quiet because every time Kara says, I don't have anything to talk about that topic. I can't get her to shut up. So if you're entering into this conversation, just <laughs> uh, go ahead and sit back and listen to Kara. Because I really don't. <laughs> yes, you do. But I I understand that when you think of in the perspective, oh, it's going to talk about Thanksgiving, and everybody's going to be on the TV, and they're going to talk about, like, what are you thankful for? And what are you thankful for? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and, I, and I get it. So let's just kind of take that from our minds and think of it more okay. of a biblical Thing, even though okay. I, I do have a little bit at the end, I want to talk about um, the first Thanksgiving uh, in George, in George Washington. Okay. Got you a little wow, little history, gosh. yeah. <laughs> got you a little bit okay. of a history at the very end, but but before George Washington and before America, there was a sense with all the nations, with all the uh, the tribe of Israel, with the nation of. Israel, with all the people that God, you know, is bringing together as His people, chosen people, there was a theme throughout it. Like David, Hannah, a lot of biblical people, just going through a very difficult time, hard times. A lot of the kings, Nebuchadnezzar, all of that. Matter of fact, Nebuchadnezzar turned into a beast until he looked up into heaven and started to give thanks to God. And God literally brought him back to his mind. It was really losing his he mind. He was out of his mind. Yeah. yeah.
1: So would you say that giving thanks in the Bible, like what you're saying, like with Nebuchadnezzar, Hannah, David, mm-hmm. all these people, really all the people throughout the Bible, would you say that praise is synonymous to thanksgiving? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like basically giving praise to God. Mm-hmm. It's basically what giving thanks is. Yeah. I think, yeah,
0: absolutely. I think praise
1: is I mean, is you can acknowledge- give thanks yes. and not, but I'm saying the people in the Bible, like the yeah. people you just mentioned,
0: because mm-hmm. I'm
1: like thinking of the, Nebuch- the Nebuchadnezzar moment in Daniel, Book of Daniel, mm-hmm. it, he's just praising God. Right, right. He's thanking God for whatever, you know, who he is and what he's done and all that. And that's basically what think- giving thanks is. It is.
0: It is. And, yes. and actually, you don't know this, but actually in my little notes... Because I don't let you see my notes, because you don't like it nope. when I take notes. Uh, but in my notes, <laughs> it says thanks and praise are very much alike. There is a little bit of a difference. Yeah, that's, it's you know oh, praise okay. is a praise does come from a heart of thanksgiving. So you you praise and give God glory, and that's an an act of worship. Where thanksgiving is a heart issue, is an attitude. It's a heart where praise also is a heart issue you know so it's very very but it's close, toward the Lord but it's toward the Lord yeah and, and or as, about the Lord or right whatever yeah but this is what I want to say that about this too is that this verse that I read in second Thessalonians five where it says in everything, give thanks for this is God's will, even though the emphasis is on you know giving God thanks what really Sometimes we miss out of these verses is the powerful principle of whatever you're going through, this is God's will for you. And so, even though a lot of people sometimes, when they're going through difficult times, they have a really hard time believing that this was from the sovereignty hand of God. And in, when Paul is writing to the church and to the Thessalonians, he was saying they were going through a very, very difficult, hard time. And, and he said, rejoice always. And you pray, don't forget, don't stop praying. But I want you to give thanks because I want you to have a grateful heart because this is God's will for you. And I think mm-hmm. one of the things that makes it so difficult for us to thank God and have a grateful heart is because we don't want to believe that this is from God. Yeah. Because if it's from God, then, as a follower of Jesus, we have to embrace that. We have to say, well, okay, God, this is true. Now, if you're not a follower of Jesus, you're not going to acknowledge that, you know, God is working in your life. But as a believer, you just have to know that no matter what you're going through in your life, that there is a sovereign God, there's difficulties. there's hard times, there's good times. You know, we praise Him in the good times when we forget Him in the... I mean, we praise Him sometimes as a sacrifice of praise when we're going through a hard time. But a lot of times when things are going well, we forget to praise God. And I was reading a little thing, as I told you, I did some research on it, about thanking God for the things that didn't happen. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Why do you thank God for things that didn't happen? Because uh, Scripture clearly says, thank God because of, you know, this is God's will for you. And I read the little article and it said, I thank God that today I didn't have the accident. I could have had an accident. So yeah. I thank the Lord for the accident that didn't happen. Or I thank, you know, the Lord for that I was out today and I didn't get mugged. Or I thank the Lord yeah. today. I think that all the, all the things. time.
1: Yeah. Oh, you do? I mean, for yeah, I do actually. I probably do that more than I do <laughs> thanking Him for what did happen. Uh-huh. Not like because I don't have anything to be thankful for. I just mean like i I've, and more prone to I think because like I can tend to overthink really? <laughs> things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not like a worst case scenario type person, but I think I deal with fear mm-hmm. a lot of times. And I've told you this like with you and dad, like somebody mm-hmm. happening to you and dad or even, you know, like my pups who are in my world, you know, or
0: mm-hmm.
1: our family, you know, yeah. whoever else, right. whoever's like super close to me. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that a lot because I can you know see you're driving on somewhere, and I'm like, oh, that's a horrible highway, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get home safe, and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So, which I guess is kind of like both and. It's like I'm think I am thanking him that you made it home safe, which mm-hmm. did happen. Yeah, but I'm more so I'm thankful that nothing bad happened. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I think that that's just I'm quicker to thank him. For what did it happen? Yeah. I guess. Then sometimes, then what actually did happen,
0: or where you are right now, or you know, situations right. and yes, circ- in all circumstances, circumstances. Yeah. yeah. And I think that yeah, that not I don't do that very often, right? And I do think that um, one of the things that we we're talking about that right before the holidays, you know, with Thanksgiving, there are a lot of families that aren't together. Uh, there's a lot of people and some people that I know uh, well that are going to be facing Thanksgiving with having to deal with the first Thanksgiving that their family's not, you know, here. They're in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of heaviness. There's a lot of things, you know, with th- with Christmas. They say it's during the highest time, the suicide is during Christmas. So there's, you know, these times because, you know, you look at all the hallmark advertisements you look at even Publix you know the the food everybody's Mm -hmm. around the table eating and that's not true with a lot of people and so there's this sense that we feel like because there's a holiday or there's Thanksgiving coming and there's the holidays isn't a more of an awareness of who's not there and what's you know what Mm -hmm. what they don't have versus what, what they have well it's funny you say that because I was thinking about this I didn't voice
1: it to anyone it was just an internal monologue (laughs) one of many that i have Mm -hmm. i've been having conversations lately with different variety of people and how with how much i love christmas Mm -hmm. which i completely get from you yeah Um, absolutely and i have not always been this way Mm -hmm. but i like i mean my christmas decorations have been up for weeks (laughs) november 1st i I'm on november 1st one and i've always i've been that way you know for for a while but but anyway, I was just talking about how much I love Christmas, how much I love Christmas lights, and mm-hmm. the whole shebang. And I was, I like walked away from that conversation. And like I said, I've had this many a time. I have had this conversation many times lately. And I was thinking, that's so funny that I am saying that I love Christmas and the Christmas lights and everything mm-hmm. you know about Christmas because it is the hardest time of year for me. Yeah, and especially this year. I feel, oh my gosh, I could almost get emotional thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Did not expect it. But you didn't have anything Um, to talk about today. No, I have nothing nothing, to say about this. Go ahead and say nothing. (laughs) Thank you for deflecting Mm -hmm, so I could get it together. Um, But I feel really alone. Like probably, I Mm -hmm. feel more alone this season Mm -hmm. than I have in a few years. And so anyway, it was just like this moment of like, it really does change your perspective. Like, what are you focusing on? And Mm -hmm. I'm subconsciously choosing for whatever reason, maybe it's, God's grace through, Mm -hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit in me. I don't know, because it definitely wasn't something I was trying to, you know, I'm not like sitting here being like, I got to focus on Christmas lights, the one part that I love, so that I don't think about the bad. I think I have just been thinking about what I do love about Christmas. Mm -hmm. I do love being with my family, and I'm so thankful that I am able to be with my family. I do love Christmas lights. I do love Christmas trees. I do love, you know, Christmas Mm -hmm. music, all the things, instead of thinking of, what I'm missing, or mm-hmm. what I'm lo- what I've lost, what I don't have, you know, yeah. all the things that I am battling and struggling with right now. So yeah, it's just interesting. I hadn't. I was just thinking of that the other day of like that is so funny that I just said like I've been saying this so much lately, but Christmas is the hardest season for yeah. me personally. But I
0: can sit. But I can still say I love it. Right. You know exactly. And you know, I think that we can have those emotions and still be thankful and grateful. For the Lord. But I do think our mindset, I do believe our heart and our our attitude and what we focus on, what we do have and what is really good, not necessarily what we don't have, does have a a, a huge effect on our emotions. And, you know, as you're very much aware of, my mother was such a Christmas person. It's the only time that we ever got a gift, really, because you know, she would always buy us gift at Christmas and she, only time I ever remember my mother having her picture made was she'd go make sure we, she'd go and sit on Santa Claus lap. She had a Santa Claus uh, outfit, and she would put it on and go out to the end of her driveway and wave to the neighbor's kids thinking, you know, like that she was Santa. So I have a lot, <laughs> a lot of memories. And, yeah. you know, you get it from me. You know, I love Christmas. Everybody knows, yep. you know. I the other day I couldn't find a snowman. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we got to have this the snowman. He's cutest <laughs> face." And and I had some people around here looking for the snowman. And literally, when they found the snowman, they all started clapping. I mean, it is a snowman <laughs> that is not even a real snowman. And we almost you know broke out bread and had communion. It was like, "Yay, you know, thank you, Jesus. We've got you know found the snowman." So yeah, I know your love for Christmas, you know, came from me, and my love for Christmas was you know for my childhood. It's, too, but ironically, when my mother went to be with Jesus, it was on December the first, and mm-hmm. I entered the Christmas season without even knowing it. Sometimes it's just subconsciously with this, you know, kind of like a, a, you know, feeling a little bit down and heavy. Yeah, and I'll look and I'll think, oh my gosh, it's December the first, and you know, and I may not even know it. It's a subconscious thing, and I remember. When my mother, who battled cancer for a very long time, and she went to be with Jesus on December the first, and we went away that year for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I remember thinking, "Mom, you're having the best Christmas ever. Here you are in the presence of God. You're not suffering, and you're with, you know, your husband, my dad, and mm-hmm. and um, you're with Jesus." And I was. I remember when we were away and, it, and we got away just because I had spent so, so long with her, you know, when she was sick. And so I just needed to get away. And here it is, Christmas time, probably the hardest Christmas I ever went to. But it was one of the most joyful ones because it was then that I was looking at my mom is just really, really happy. She's really, mm-hmm. and it was that mindset. It wasn't what I had lost it was what she had gained. It wasn't what she had struggled with and the hardness and the, that, you know, I was holding her when she took her last breath. And it wasn't those moments that I would remember having to change her diaper and and pray sometimes like, God, let her, let her, just take her, just take her. And then she would wake up and tell a joke. And I'm like, oh, God, I was kidding. I can't, don't, don't, don't take it. No, take her You know, and, and stuff. And all of these things and emotions and stuff that went through. But that year, that that December 1st, what got me through it was not what I had lost, but what she had gained. And I think that that's what's the grateful heart. It's, this, it's these, m- these moments of where, you know, I'm not going to look at what I don't have. I'm going to focus on what I do have. And it, it's one of those things of just being reminded of, even though not all things are good, which is true, Mm -hmm. but they work and there are some good in in all things. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, when Paul was talking and, you know, he was in prison and, you know, Peter and Silas was in prison and they started praising God and all of those chains fell and the doors opened up and, you know, that's what praise does. It has a way of releasing us from being in bondage to the heaviness, to the darkness, to the depression that sometimes keeps us paralyzed from moving forward. And it's that, you know, talk about it, you know, it's the power of praise, but it's that heart and that gratitude. And I believe it's our focus. I think it's focusing on not what I don't have, but what I do have. And we were coming home the other day from a trip, and Howard had gotten a driver from the airport, and he was from had just you know been in america and and he'd been in he we were talking about the country that he was in it was communist, and uh, he was just talking about being in america and and you know he said, if you ever lived in a communist world, you would appreciate mm-hmm. America, you'd appreciate the free country and but anyway he said he said this three or four times he said. I always get people in in the car and they always talk about oh it's not raining Oh, good it's not raining oh i'm so glad it's not raining or if it's raining they're like oh i hate it when it rains and he said but when you live in my country he said he said i would say to them we need the rain we need the rain like don't don't, don't say oh uh you know I hate it that it's raining this is a bad day it's so gloomy he said this is a day that we need this rain. Our mm-hmm. crops need our rain. Our, you know, the grounds need our rain. And so he was just, I bet he said it two or three times. Now, coming from his perspective mm-hmm. where where he lived and was totally dependent upon the farmers and the crops and stuff, rain to him was a gift. Yeah. But when you're going down Georgia 400, rain's a curse. Right. It's like, you know, like, oh, gosh. You know, so you know, again, I think that it's just, You know, we don't know where people are in their, where they are in their lives, in the circumstances that are surrounding their lives, and we're about to enter into Thanksgiving. It could be, you know, I'm not going to be with my family. It could be someone that's, they have a child that's in the military that they're, they're, they pray for, for his safety and for his protection, you know, for his lives, that's protecting this country that is now celebrating, you know, this freedom. And so I think, you know, as we're, you know, entering in, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, it is a cliche sometimes to just say, oh, be thankful, be thankful. Yeah. But it's just so powerful yeah. because if you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with feeling down and he- feeling heavy in your heart, then just start making a list of all the things you're uh, that you do have some, you know, thankful. Uh, I was reading another little thing here. It's funny. Is say, they were coming across this field, and these bulls started running after them, and they were getting over the fence and stuff, and they had sack of this. This, this is a true story, but it's not here in America. But anyway, and they had this sack of food, for their lunch, and they were two little boys, and they were crossing this field. Anyway, and so... These animals started coming in. And they had to run across and get across the, you know, the fence, and they dropped their sack, and the animals ate ate their food. And one of the little boys like, "Oh no, our food, you know, is gone." And and the little and the other boy's like, "I'm just so thankful that we're not their food, <laughs> and you know, and uh, and now I don't have an appetite, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And it's, so here is these little. You know, probably obviously one little boy very pessimistic, another one very you know yeah. optimistic. But it was kind of funny, same situation, two people, yeah, dealing with the same situation and how and how that they view yeah view it. But I, I do think it it is a very powerful yeah principle, just the power of praise and things. yeah. No, That's I agree. Given.
1: I think it is. I think sometimes you can be in such dire or hard hardships or situations that it legitimately may be difficult to find something to be thankful for. And Mm. I think it's either, one, we can always be thankful for Jesus on the cross. Mm. And I do think that that's something that can be not just on the cross, but then raised from the dead, you know, the gospel. Right.
0: Be thankful we're forgiven. Yeah, that
1: we can have a relationship with Jesus and, Mm -hmm. you know, go to Him and be with Him for all eternity. But I think also asking Him, like, help me to see what I'm thankful for <laughs> or what I can be thankful for. Yeah. You know, like, I, yeah. there's no, like, God doesn't— Help me to see the good in it. Yeah, because, I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely had to pray that at times if I thought, like, okay, like, what am I thankful for? Like, he, there's no shame in that. You know, God's not like, oh, my gosh, you can't even think of anything. Like, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't get, like, mad about that. But right. I think it's, like, asking Him, like, help me— Help me to come up with three things or five things Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever or one thing to be thankful for. And I do think that that perspective helps, too, you know, because he will open our eyes
0: to, to things. Absolutely. And what you're talking about is feeling so down and, you know, it's almost like a darkness. In my mind, it's like this cloud. That's what depression is. That's what being down and feeling heavy and sad and, you know, and so it's hard to see. The good that you have or it's mm-hmm. hard to see the life that you have it's the goodness of it and things that you to be thankful for because of the darkness it's like the darkness over clouds it's like the darkness hovers over it and it's hard to see any of the light in that and the other day when i was praying i said those words and i really had not definitely had not thought about thanksgiving I hadn't thought about even this principle but i just kept saying god it because I was actually praying it because of the lies that I was believing. And I know that lies and is another form of darkness of where you're believing these lies. So there's this, uh, the lie, which is Satan, that is giving you these lies. It's the father of all lies. There's this darkness about him. They, you know, hovers over as you just feel down and depressed as, as a follower of Jesus. And so oftentimes, you know, I would... Started feeling this way. I felt like down and mm-hmm. dark, felt dark. And I remember just praying, God, help me to see the light. And, and I also said this, and, and without even thinking, I feel like it was the Holy Spirit in me saying it to remind me of this. But it actually was, I just actually said the words, God, show me the light in this situation. Because it's hard sometimes to see the truth or see the light, to see the goodness. In a situation, and I think that that's what Paul was saying in Thessalonians. He said, "You know, in everything." He didn't say things that you felt like you should be thankful for. He didn't say things that makes you happy. He didn't say all the good things. Don't you know? Be thankful for all the good things. He didn't say that. He said, "In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you." And I think for me, Kara. Is knowing if a loving God, like you said, like thinking about the cross and someone loving you and and dying for you, someone that loves you that much, if this is His will, there's something good going to come out of this. There's something way past what we yeah. think and what we well, know. Well, I think it's
1: like you don't have to be thankful for the circumstance. That's not what Paul's saying. He's not saying no. you. Yeah, I'm so thankful I'm in this jail cell. You know that he was in. Right, but. Like, I'm so thankful that the Lord is with me. I'm so thankful that I can pray to him because of the cross. I'm so thankful. You know, like those are the. And I'm thankful I have God. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't, it's not, he's not saying give thanks for all circumstances. I think he's saying give thanks yeah. in them, like in the midst of them, you can yes. still give thanks. And I think that's a huge distinction. Because I think that's where a lot of anger can come up, where it's like, well, I'm not going to be thankful for this. I'm like, well, no, you shouldn't be thankful you have cancer or that someone has passed that you love or, you know, that your dreams are, you know, dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say dead, but anyway, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think that's like a big difference is you can still be in those circumstances and give thanks.
0: And I think that it's knowing the heart of God. It says, because this is God's will for you. And a lot of people, depending Mm -hmm. on where, where they are they're like well if this is god's will for me then i don't want god and but
1: do you think it's the circumstances that are his will or do you think it's that we choose to look to him we choose to give thanks in the circumstances that's the
0: will of god i think all things okay it says in all (laughs) things and i know but but i'm not saying i think that when you say you know like well i don't want to say you know thank the lord for cancer i'm going through this you don't have like to say that, but you can say, God, I know that you love me, and I know that you would not allow anything that wasn't best for me. Now, I don't know how this is going to turn out, and I don't know how you're going to use this circumstances, but I know that you're going to use this for your glory and for my good. And so when you can look at that, I don't think Paul or Silas ever uh, thanked the Lord for, you know, when they were there. Well, I will take this back because I do think they Paul would say, don't be upset about me being an angel because right. God's using that. this to feather, yeah. feather the kingdom. Well, and I do think it because he knew he, I
1: mean, like you're going to say, like knowing the heart of God and the heart of God is always good mm-hmm. towards us. And there is evil in the world, but God's heart is good. But I do think that it's, I don't know, because it's interesting looking at it because the whole thing is rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances I think he's, how I interpret that as this is the will of God for you, I think he's saying Mm -hmm. the will of God for you is that you rejoice always, that you pray without ceasing, and you give thanks. Not necessarily that the Mm -hmm. circumstances are God's will, which I know God can will, but there are some circumstances that are not God's will because of our own choices that we choose. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say is,
0: is that what he's saying? I think it could go both. I think that based on scripture and stuff, when you think of the sovereignty of God, then you're going to have to know that nothing can come to you and through you and touch you without the permission going through the hands yeah. of the loving God. Whether, yeah, because
1: whether or not it's something that is of something that you have done, like a consequence of something right. or something that you chose or whatever.
0: But yeah, like God does not, which again, that could be, we so not get into Gen- all that. Let's, yeah, <laughs> no, okay. But I will say this, let's go back to Genesis because I don't want to confuse or Listen, like they're like, oh, well, what, what are they saying? At the beginning, Genesis one and two, it says God made everything; it was beautiful, and He was so pleased. And there was no sin. There was life. There was beauty. There was a, a relationship with Him. There was peace. There was all that. That was God. That's God's will. That is God's will. God did not want the sin. He did not want that. When man decided to live life the way they wanted to, and sin came into the world that wasn't god's perfect will but when that happened god went and pursued adam and eve and god said okay i'm going to make i'm going to make this okay this is the same thing in some ways it's like god is like no matter what you're going through if this wasn't what i wanted for you it might have been your choice it might have been something that you've chosen but i'm going to make that i'm coming after you i'm going to redeem this i'm going to make something beautiful out of this horrible situation I, and I've talked about this so often. December 4th is Brenda Terminello's birthday. would have been her birthday. And I loved her so, so much. And, you know, she had cancer and she's with Jesus. And I remember I, she would be the only one other than my sister uh, that would say to me, I miss my cancer because, and I would say, Brenda, how, how, how do you miss cancer? And she said, because when I had cancer, it was as if God was holding me and I just felt his presence and I missed that. But when I am in remission, somehow, for whatever reason, I'd find myself, you know, not being so aware yeah, of like his not presence. Not forgetting, as, but
1: kind of forgetting, like kind of going about your day right. a little bit like
0: yeah, not as aware. aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there is a you know, there is a part of desperation that causes us to cry out to God. But so anyway, I just remember that she would always say that. And and it wasn't that she ever wanted cancer. She always would call me and say, please pray that my cancer is not bad. Not at that at all. But what God did in the middle of that situation was something she longed for, and she wanted God's presence, and and she found such peace. There was so much joy and peace more filling His presence around her in a very dark place then feeling, you know, that same peace when the doctor told her that the cancer, you know, was in remission. So she was just saying that I was so thankful that, you know, my cancer is in remission. But hearing the doctor say the cancer is in remission never brought the peace and the warmth and the the awareness of God as it did when she f- would cry out to God right. when she had cancer. Well, yeah, because I think there's there, so. that
1: desperation, and He is close to the brokenhearted. I mean that He, he really is. is. Mm-hmm. That is a that's a truth.
0: One of His principles, yeah. yeah, it is. And I think that you know, going back to you know, in all things, give thanks and pray all the time, and rejoice in all things. I do believe that that's those are principles of being able to get through some of your darkest times. I think that those are principles, and I do believe that that is something that we should all practice and put in, not just read it in in the Scripture and say, well, those those are nice little things. We really have to do that. And I I just want to encourage you and me and and, um, who's entering into this conversation is that, you know, yes, Thanksgiving's about to, you know, we're about to gather together, I guess, and eat turkey or whatever you're going to (laughs) do, but not everybody has turkey. But, you know, it's one of those things is that it is, yes, tomorrow. But we should always, that's what Paul, that's what Paul's saying, always giving thanks. We should always have this attitude. And right now with America, right now where we are, there's so much depression. There's so, so much oppression. There's so many things going on. And I think, in, you know, it would be very easy to say the way the world is. I was like, I don't even want to, you know even celebrate Thanksgiving because I'm not thankful for mm-hmm. whatever situation is going on and I, I think it just has nothing to do with being America wherever you are I think you can have a heart and a, a desire you know to have a thankful heart and right. I think it's and it's more and it's more it's more than just a positive attitude it's just more than thinking nice things and I think that's what that scripture is saying is it's about God mm-hmm. it's about God's plan for your life, God's will for your life. And you don't know how this all fits in. You don't know how all of these things happen and how these are all going to fit in. But somehow, even all this suffering, even all this loss, even all these things that we feel like missing in our lives, God has all that. He's very much aware of it. He's still on his throne. I checked this morning. Jesus is still sitting there at the right hand of the Father you know, inter- interceding for us. And so I think that we can look at these things and say, even in all of this, I just know that I have a God and God has a will and a plan for my life and somehow this is going to fit in. I don't know how this is going to do. Yeah, and it's like I yeah. can rejoice, I can pray, and I can give thanks even in the midst of whatever it may be. All of that. That's right. Okay, you want your little... A bit oh, about. I forgot about it. I thought we were about to wrap up. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we are about to wrap okay. up, but we got to do this. Okay. Even okay. Everything we talked about had one, zero thing to do with Thanksgiving tomorrow. I thought
1: it had everything to do with it. We talked about Thanksgiving. Well,
0: yeah, but not because of America. Oh, we, we didn't talk about America. Yeah, that's true. Are, but that, well, yeah. we have international listeners. so. That's what we do. And, and we have people that are American. But anyway, <laughs> I was reading this and it says, it just says, President George Washington made this National Thanksgiving Proclamation in 1789, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of an Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and humbly to implore His protection, aid, and favors. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, next, to be devoted by the people of the United States to the service of that great and glorious being, who is in the benefit, author of all the good that was and is and that will be, that we may all then unite in rendering unto him, God, our sincere and humble thanks for his fine care and protection of the people of this country. And For all the great and various favors which he has been pleased to confer upon us, and when I read that, George Washington, I think he, talking about America, I think he's my favorite president. Can you imagine now you love him now, I do love him.
1: <laughs> I do think he is my favorite president, though, because yeah, that's just so pure. Like, he it wasn't even about America,
0: like, yeah. it wasn't even about what God has yeah, done, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Even about
1: like our how Thanksgiving came to be in terms of pilgrims and. Indians and all that, which is yeah. can be very con- controversial <laughs> depending it, on who you are talking to. But it, it, it is all chat. Um, yeah. But I do think, yeah, it's like at the end of
0: the day, like that's not really. It's it's being thankful for for what God yeah. has done. And I think that, and I've traveled, and you've traveled, and I, I can tell you, you don't have to go far to not say, well, America has its issues, but at this point, it's still. The greatest country yeah. in the world, and I think because of what it founded, I think because of George Washington and and the fathers, you know, of the country that gave us a freedom of religion and freedom of speech and all of these things.
1: I, yeah, I just said freedom, was so yeah, amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, what if can you imagine? If a president today would stand up and said, let's all, we're making a, a declaration. Well, I can imagine. I don't think it would that go would, very well. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, it probably wouldn't go very um, but well. Yeah, but yeah, that would be amazing. And I just think it's just was, those are, the, those are our roots. And that's what happened it is, you know, George Washington was saying, if you really want to know what freedom is, and you really want to know what Thanksgiving is, and if you really know how to enjoy the freedom that you are now experiencing, it is because of Almighty God. Mm-hmm. And we should look to Him and give our thanks to Him.
1: I love that. Thanks for sharing.
0: Well, happy Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, Dot Bowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends. And we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.